God is good. God is good. And all the time. God is good. And all the time. Do you believe it tonight? God is good. All the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. Yes, He is. All the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Yes, He is. God is good all the time. Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time it is that you are listening to us. This is a lifestyle of prayer coming to you all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. And I'm your host tonight. My name is Pastor Alan Bio. I'm so glad to be joined up together with you on this platform, on this radio station, uh, so that we can get to learn a little bit about uh, about our program tonight and uh, therefore be better citizens of this world. Um, this is a Christian program that comes to you every, every so often on this platform and our objective is to make known uh, what is the stand of Christianity, what are the princi principles that drive us uh, what are the doctrines that we stand for? And uh, this program, uh, for those that have listened in the past, is customized uh, to reach out actually to non-Christians. I am a Christian myself, but to reach out to non-Christians. Let me tell you, to, uh, for you to be very effective in this world, you need to know a little bit about uh, your neighbor. Uh, somebody said, you know, there are many things that you can choose. Uh, but rarely can you choose your neighbor. You can even ch choose your neighborhood, but you can't choose your neighbor. And your neighbor uh, remains your neighbor. And uh, for you to be able to live together with them, uh, you need to, to know a little bit about them, what are their preferences uh, or something like that. And now uh, Christians are everywhere, uh, including maybe your, your boss or including a colleague at work or even your subordinates, people that you... Uh, people that you, uh, you 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 issue instructions and uh, and and guidance to, and uh, uh, once in a while you may uh, you may wonder why they acted or, or or you know replied in the way they did, and uh, this is basically what we do on this platform. And so I come from a church that is called Gospel Centers International. We are in Kenya, East Africa, and my bishop is called. Reverend Charles Mulema Kenosu, he is the general overseer of those ministries. And uh, there's nothing else that we do but preach the gospel. So you can search us out, GCI uh, International, search us uh, and uh, look out at our programs uh, apart from what you are receiving here. Now, if you know somebody who can benefit from this program, please call them. Uh, give them a WhatsApp message, uh, you know, uh, talk to them on Instagram. Uh, by the way, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's called a lifestyle of prayer. You can uh, subscribe to my Telegram uh, page. Uh, that is uh, a lifestyle of prayer. And uh, uh, as you do that, then you'll be able to, to, to get, uh, in fact, even the previous 
episodes which may, which may not be occurring again on the uh, on the radio station and uh, by the way you can also get me on the main uh, main uh, podcast you know the, the major podcasts uh, i have my i have my podcasts uh, there you can get them anytime so basically we are going to take some little time uh, i'm going to read from the word of god and expound some few lines of scripture uh, the christian scripture and thereafter, we are going to take just one chapter, only one chapter of the Bible, and we are going to convert it into prayer. It's one of the most interesting things. Uh, so please uh, remain around, and it shall not uh, be the same. So uh, for whatever reason, if you have a question to ask, or you want to start a certain discourse, or maybe an advice, uh, some, uh, some critique, uh, please write me an email at alopinitiative at gmail.com. I will repeat that again, alopinitiative at gmail.com. If you send me that, uh, then we'll be able to talk all on my Telegram uh, page, A Lifestyle of Prayer, or even on uh, on my Facebook page, A Lifestyle of Prayer. If you do that, uh, we shall be able to talk, and God is going to bless you uh, very much. Now, I'm also looking for people who we can partner with, uh, and by the way, this is this this is only for for, in, for the interest today. Maybe uh, we have prayed together, and you have uh, you have been blessed, and uh, you 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 believe or think that we can share out. Uh, please write me a text on my mobile phone. Uh, you may not be able to call me because of distances and uh, uh, time difference. Uh, but my number is plus two five four seven two 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 six six. One four six. I'll repeat that again. Plus two five four seven two 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 six six one four six, and uh, God is going to bless you. So that we may not lose a lot of time, uh, let me pray uh, just shortly, and then uh, we'll look at my topic to, uh, tonight. And then after that, uh, we'll go into the other section of, uh, of of praying through Scripture. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you for another wonderful time that you brought us together, O God. Master, we have been quiet uh, for a while, but I want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall visit us, you shall speak to our hearts, O God, you shall cause us to understand what it is that you do to men. In the mighty name of Jesus, arise, O God, and let all your enemies scatter. Lord, I want to thank you for my listener in India, my listener in Canada, my listener, oh God, in France, in the UK, in the US of A, Lord, wherever they are listening uh, to me from, all the way from South America, in Africa, in Kenya, in Nigeria, wherever they are found, I speak a blessing upon them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as we indulge in this discourse, I want to pray that every one of us shall go wiser, shall become better and knowledgeable and especially about who you are and who you who uh, what you always have been unto the world indeed a savior and that's why we call you christ we call you the savior of the world i thank you lord jesus because you are going to speak to our hearts and we're going to speak to our lives and our lives shall never be the same i give you praise i give you glory i invite your presence lord into every home to every house, to every uh, to, to every office, Lord, in the trains, on the buses that we ride uh, right now, I pray that your presence shall be with us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Now, today, I would like us to talk 
a little bit about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Now, I want to bring the perspective uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, for, for you who may not have so much heard about Christ, uh, we have four Gospels in the, in, the, in the Bible, that is in the Christian scriptures. Uh, of course, we share uh, the Tanakh, we share the, the Old Testament uh, together with the Jews uh, or the Hebrews. Uh, we share the Old Testament, that is uh, the, the, uh, the books of Moses, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Psalms, and the, the prophets, both the major and the minor. And then after that, we have the New Testament. Now, the New Testament has letters of Paul, but before the letters of Paul, of Paul there is the gospel, and we say gospel according, gospel according. In other words, the good news, because the word gospel means uh, good news, the good news according in other in the perspective in the perspective of one man called Matthew another man called Mark another man called uh, uh, Luke and another man called John now of course they, they, there's a discussion whether uh, as titled it was written by that whoever wrote uh, that does not really matter what we know is that it was written by different people uh, that really does not matter because today I'm preaching this gospel to you and a few weeks ago you had the same gospel from somebody else. So really what matters is the content of the gospel. So now Jesus in all these gospels constantly talked about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. I mean every every discourse he had and it's actually almost every discourse you know, he, he was always invoking the kingdom of God. Now, for us uh, to get into that, right now, uh, there's a, a group called ISIS. And ISIS, Islamic, uh, uh, you know, that, that liberation uh, movement, is, is uh, you know, its objective is to have a caliphate. And a caliphate is basically a kingdom that supersedes borders that are put politically or are put by states or, or by statutes or by agreements or by treaties. They want to supersede that so that they can start all the way from Syria and come all the way to Africa and extend to Europe and in Far East, wherever they can get. And that would be called the caliphate. And by the way, that, that, that is not unique to Islam. The Romans had basically almost the same thing that you call a caliphate, but they, they had an empire. You know, in English, we call it an empire. And they, you know, they span all the way from, uh, almost from, from Spain, and they went all the way to, uh, to the Middle East, uh, towards India. And in fact, the whole of the North African uh, countries were also under the rule of the Roman Empire. So basically, this is something that happens. Now, kingdom is basically uh, something that, 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 that is derived from two words. One is king. King. Talking about the ruler. Talking the, uh, about the authority that is over that. And then the second one is dom, meaning domain. Domain. Domain uh, talks about a jurisdiction or, you know, or, or a place, you know, some boundary from here to to a certain place that's a domain and in fact the same is adopted by internet 
which has domains and domains are actually jurisdictions, but not necessarily, you know, they are virtual jurisdictions. So king, domain, you know, king and domain, you get a kingdom from there. And so God in the person of Jesus Christ came around and began talking about the kingdom of God. And for us, just like we have the Roman Empire, or we have a caliphate elsewhere, or we have a you know we have an empire of sorts. So you know, Jesus wanted us to begin to understand that even God has a kingdom. The only difference and problem here is that his kingdom is not political, it is not defined by boundaries. I want to surprise you and tell you that right now in Iran we have the fastest growing church we have the fastest growing church but go to the government uh, statistics anywhere and everywhere they will tell you that 95% of Iranians are actually Muslims leave alone uh, that one go to China China is an atheist nation or so they tell us and they tell us they have you know they have no religion whatsoever of course we know there's something happening uh with the uh, with muslims being shipped and transported to certain places now i want to tell you that christianity is spreading very fast even in places like china spreading very fast uh, because we have a kingdom but this kingdom is almost virtual, just like internet cannot be prevented from reaching men. You know, from reaching men far and wide. It is what is reaching Saudi Arabia, even business, you know, business uh, in the internet goes beyond the boundaries that we know or we have defined. Why? Because of this domain thing that we are talking about. So Jesus talked about this. Now, there is a parable that he talked about, actually two parables, and this is found in the gospel according to Mark. That is chapter 4. If you do not have a Bible, you can, uh, you can Google it up. And you'll find because uh, Bibles are free online. Mark chapter 4 from verses 26. Let me read for you. It says, And he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. In other words, uh, this is a farmer who is you know, throwing or putting seeds on the ground. So, it, as if a man should cast seed on, into the ground and should sleep. In other words, should go you know, back to his business. And maybe t attend to other things and forget, you know, uh, rise night and day and seed shall spring and grow up and he knows not how. Now, on a certain day like today, this farmer goes out with seeds after ha uh, having prepared his farm and he puts down the seeds. By the afternoon or by the evening, he goes back to his house, he has a bath and, uh, you know, sleeps over it. And does not even go to the garden in the next day or one or two or three. But when he goes there, five days later, he goes and finds this happening. Uh, here the Bible says in Mark chapter 4 and verses 28, For the earth bring, brings out fruit of itself first, the blade. In other words, for those that understand how plants come up, they first of all bring out a blade. In other words, the first two leaves or the first one leaf. The first the blade, then the ear. In other words, uh, it brings, uh, it begins to bring some other leaves with it, and after that, the full grain in the ear. Now, 
This is exactly what happens. For those who have observed corn or maize for that matter, it comes, the blade comes up, then the, the, the shoot comes and uh, it goes to the heights of about uh, maybe three feet or, or whatever. Then an ear, ear is, the, is that... Uh, is, is where the corn begins to form. And then, of, of course, over time, it becomes corn. And uh, what else remains? Now, verse 29 says, But when the fruit has been brought out, immediately he puts it in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, this is telling you something extraordinary because the farmer is in the garden not every day, but a few days of those three months or four months or five months. He's in the garden for a few days. Even if it is a tree, he just visits here uh, a, a few times. How does it grow? He has no, I mean, of course, the science can explain as many things. But, you know, he has no control or full control. He has to wait for the ground to bring it up. He can, you know, he can come and spray uh, because of pests. He can come and, you know, and till the land uh, to make sure that uh, the nourishment is coming to the plant. But beyond that, he has, he cannot do nothing. He will have to wait for the for nature to take its course. And this is what Jesus was beginning to tell them. So is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast the seed into the ground. So does that man go and, and uh, put a pulley or a jerk that is going to bring the blade out? Or cause the corn to come out? You know, does he go and sing songs to it? I know grapes these days uh, have music. In somewhere in some farms in France, they have music uh, playing in the background. You know, somebody said that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of uh, that kind of wine is extraordinary. I have no idea how that works. Uh, it could work. I know even cows, uh, cows, commercial cows. They have music, you know, at the background. You know, uh, just uh, just about to relax them so that they produce as much milk. Yes, that can happen. But beyond that, you cannot go and begin manufacturing milk in the stomach or or or, or in the udder of uh, of an animal. You will have to wait that the natural. Uh, you know the natural uh, the nature takes its, its course and therefore you get milk this is what jesus is telling them you have do not have control about what is going to happen but let's leave that the next scripture that is mark chapter 4 and verses 30 seeks to reiterate or in other words to explain this further and it says from mark chapter 4 verses 30 and he said this is jesus to what shall we compare the kingdom of god or by what parable shall we compare it in? And of course, understand that a parable is a, is an analogy, is a story to explain. It's not a, the true story, but it's a story to explain. It is like the, uh, a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, is left less than all the seeds that are in the earth. But when it has sown, it has been sown, it grows up and becomes much greater than all herbs and shoots out great great branches sorry so as to enable the birds of the air to roost under its shade and with uh, with many such parables he spoke the word to to them as they were able to hear it but uh, uh, as they were able uh, to hear it but he did not speak to them without a parable uh, when they were alone he explained all things to his disciples now uh, if some of us have uh, seen uh, what we call uh, far trees uh, uh, or cypress trees, um, you know those 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 trees that are found um, in the Arctic. You know they are they are found uh, actually to the uh, 
uh, so much in Russia, they are found in Lebanon, uh, Cyprus, you know, those kind of trees. They have they have seed that is so light that it is less than a gram. But when these trees go down, they grow and over time you have no control. Something that was could, not, could weigh less than a gram over three, four, five, six, ten years. That tree is so bulky that one truck, that one truck, just one truck, is not able to carry that tree when it is felled. You know, you have to have two trucks to carry just one tree. And if, in fact, if, you, if it goes beyond now 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you have to have three trucks carrying the same tree. And this is basically what he's saying. It is just like a seed that you plant. That is the kingdom of God. It's like a seed that you plant. And it begins to grow. While you may know that it, that's the location where it is, there is nothing else that you know. Now, I want to tell you, my friend, this is what Jesus was alluding to. That we have a kingdom that is beyond ourselves. We have a kingdom that you know, need to know about. But you know something? That kingdom has seed. And every human being has seed. You know, that is the seed that has come from God that desires and wants you to go back to him. In fact, you know, when you have planted that seed, it's because you have reason for it. It's because you have an objective for it. By the way, if you are a farmer and you plant seed and you get absolutely nothing, you'll be one. In fact, you'll say, I'll never plant that seed again. And so is God with us. He has planted us, but he desires us to become that forest, you know, influencing even the weather that is around us. Suppose, suppose, suppose we subscribed to the principles of the forest to which we have been called. The principles of the kingdom to which we have been called. What is going to happen? We shall have peace between Palestinians and Israel, Israelis or, or for that matter. And we shall not have bombings, you know, uh, bombings and killings of, of, of people. And this one avenging the other. And it is important for us to know that when Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God, he was talking about solutions to problems that we have. You know, you are listening to me and you are wondering, what does this have to do with my life? I want to tell you that after this life is judgment. After this life, it is judgment. And you need to organize yourself. You need to hook yourself back to your master because he has an obligation to come and fetch you, to come and harvest you wherever you be and use you for a noble purpose. You know, those trees that are the best in the garden, of course, fetch the best of monies and the they also do noble things. They become the best of furnitures and they are put in, you know, in big places or in goodly places. They are taken, you know, uh, to king's palaces uh, uh, and such. But a tree that is uh, on the side and alone and that has nothing to call to the kingdom, that is going to be burned. You become firewood and not even firewood at home. You become firewood, you know, just to warm people on the streets. And that is not going to be good. I want to tell you, my friend, it is good for you to know 
the Lord Jesus Christ. He is calling us to the kingdom of God. He's calling us to the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you, there is no other person that is going to take you to the kingdom of God. Others are talking about things that are abstract. By the way, what does your religion offer? What is the end point? It is either nirvana, it is either an abstract thing that you cannot be able to reach, but I want to tell you it is only Christ that talks about something. Life. He says life eternal with joy, with gratitude. You shall not come back to this earth. I want to tell you for everything that I can be given, I wouldn't come back to this road. Even if they told me that I would come as a king, I, to, I would tell them I do not need it. I do not need to be a king. Who are the most stretched persons right now? They are all kings. You know, I have watched, I've watched the, 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 the younger presidents of the U.S. I remember Bill Clinton coming to, to, to power some times ago. He had black hair. And in no time, <laughs> his head was gray. You know, so was uh, Obama. You know, he came in with black hair. Very soon, the whole head was, you know, white. Why? I've seen it with my president. You have seen it with your prime minister. You have seen it with your leader. You know, you come in. What does that tell you? Tells you it is strenuous. It is stress. I do not want to come back to this world. I want to stay in a place where they would call paradise, where I have nothing to worry about except joy and gratitude to be with God who is the author of life. Because I'm convinced beyond reasonable doubt that this body cannot have come you know, from explosions. And if it came from explosions, then what I should be observing, there should be half-made men. In other words, people transiting or transitioning you know, from uh, from, uh, from from worms and becoming, uh, or from crocodiles for that, for that matter. There should, you know, there should be all stages of life. If indeed life was spontaneous, then some of that life would be slow. You know, just like it was spontaneous, some of it should be slow. We should not be having defined things because a crocodile is defined. So is a lizard defined. And so is a gecko defined. And so are human beings defined. And so are apes defined. You know, the only thing that we do is adapt and adopt to lifestyle. That's why if I'm taken to Tudra, you know, I'll die soon. Why? Because I'm not used to li that life. I'm not, I've not adapted. But uh, if I go there, for some reason I survive and I have my offspring, the offsprings will survive. Why? Because they have adopted and even their DNA has, you know, has coordinated and has uh, aligned itself to that environment. I want to tell you, you, you require Christ of God. You desire and deserve God to be your savior. And how do you get that? You get that by receiving him as your personal Lord and Savior. You know, my objective is to tell you that you require Christ and it does not matter. We are not talking to Christians. We are talking to everyone. There is a difference between Christianity and following Christ. I am not telling you to get out of your religion. Even if you are, uh, uh, you are a Protestant or an evangelical, or you are Catholic, or you are uh, a Seventh-day Adventist, or you are, uh, you are a Muslim, or you are Shintoist, whoever you are, you require relationship with God. And let me tell you, God who gives life is only one, Christ. 
It is only Christ that gives life eternal. No man, no man, not even one can resurrect you. It is only Christ of God that is going to give you life. I want to repeat that again. It is only Christ that is going to give you life. And we are talking about life eternal. Just know, just know, you shall never die. You shall never die because your soul never dies. But what happens after it is separated from this body and we put it from, for cremation or we bury it as we do, as most of the religions do? What is going to happen to that soul once it is detached in that hospital, on that in that place of accident or in that place of drowning? Because we die anyway and we die everywhere. When you die because of drugs or because of this and that, what happens to that soul? I want to tell you it does not die. It either goes to damnation or it transits to the kingdom of God. Embrace the kingdom of God. I want to tell you embrace the kingdom of God and you can only do that through Jesus by accepting saying today I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior and God is going to bless you so much. So my friend make sure that you make that decision. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for my listener. We have talked about the kingdom of God and what you have desired of us. Indeed, you have told us it's like a, a, play, a, a small seed that is put in the garden. But over time, it grows up and even birds of the air that are heavier than the seed that was originally there, they come and perch there. Why? Because you have caused it to grow, not that man has caused it to grow. May you help us, O oh God, even to attach ourselves to the kingdom of God, but much more to know the Christ, to know the Christ, to know the Savior, to know the Redeemer of souls, to know the one that grants us life and life eternally. I pray that it shall be Father God, for those that are listening to me tonight, in Jesus' name, I pray. Now, I want us to pray for the next uh, 20 uh, or so minutes, uh, 25 or so minutes. And I want to pray tonight uh, from Psalm chapter 40. And when we begin, we shall not stop. We shall go the, all the way uh, to finishing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, God, for having been good unto us and gracious lord as we begin to pray i want to acknowledge you god the sufferings that one of my friend has gone through lord they lost a job master and they were the best in the department but for reasons they cannot understand father they have lost this job i want to commend them into your hands in the name of jesus there is another one oh god that father they have nursed a sickness of a loved one a dad and mom, a brother, a sister. And Father, though they have a good job, all their resources from 2016 has, has been channeled to their sickness and it has eaten them up. It has drained them emotionally. They have not even been able to marry because they do not have resources because of this sickness. Father, I want to remember them and I want to pray that today you shall intervene for them in the name of Jesus Christ because you are miracle working God. Father, I want to thank you for a mom and, and a father that has been crying because of their son that is in jail. Father God, in the last three years, 
they have gone into jail because of something they have not grown up with. But Father God, something that happened because of peer uh, pressure. I want to pray that tonight, as we pray, my God, you shall come through for this family and wipe the tears of this dad, wipe the tears, oh God, of this man in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, for this new couple, this young couple, Master, they have gotten that baby. And that baby, oh God, has, has Father, some syndrome. And Father God, they are depressed. They are oppressed. They have even fought, Lord. And Father, there is tension in the house because of the pressure that this is giving them. I want to pray, oh God, for your visitation. You that preaches to us about the kingdom of God, let the kingdom of God also extend and incorporate them also into the kingdom of of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give you honor, Jesus. I pray that this miracle shall happen. Now the Bible says in Psalm chapter 40 and verses 1, I waited expectantly for the Lord and he took notice of me and heard my cry. My Father and my God, they are these people they are waiting now that i've talked to them they are waiting expectantly i want to pray that none of them that waits shall be disappointed not one of them father concerning their relationships concerning their marriage concerning their dad and mom concerning a divorce that has happened in their uh, that is seeking to happen in their family master they have waited on you expectantly I pray, my God and my King, that, Father, you shall take notice of them. And, Father, you shall hear their cry. In the name of Jesus Christ, for there is nothing impossible. You are the one that grants a job. You also provide resources of money, O God. Master, you provide the trucks that we require for business. You require, Father God, you provide the markets that we require, God, to take our, our products. I pray, my God, that even though they have started a business in a place that is not busy for some reason their business shall thrive in the mighty name of jesus christ i waited expectantly for the lord and he took notice of me and heard my cry the bible says in psalm 40 and verses 2 he plucked me out of a pit of confusion even out of the quicksand and he placed my feet on a rock and established my steps Lord, I want to pray for this Christian master that has been serving in the church. This young Christian that was serving in college. This young Christian that was in the youth ministry. This young Christian, oh God. I want to pray against confusion. Now that they have gotten a job, now that they have gone out of the country, they have entered into confusion. And it is like quick send they are quickly sinking oh god into this mary clay into this quick send and so it is happening oh god that they have begun in indulge indulgences oh god of illicit affairs i want to pray in the name of jesus that supernaturally that relationship shall not continue henceforth master in extraordinary ways extract father god one of them from this environment extract them oh god Father, from the places of compromise, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, my God, that we should pluck them out. Pluck them out, O oh God, from sin. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says, He placed my feet on a rock and established my steps. I pray, my God, that they shall be transferred. They shall be given new roles, O oh God, and responsibilities that shall make it difficult for them to 
for master to meet and therefore oh god be in illicit affairs i want to pray god especially for one of my friends oh god listening to me that has been in a relationship with a married person i want to pray in the name of jesus that he shall redeem that soul i bind the spirit of of of, uh, of father god of last viciousness in the name of jesus christ the spirit of uncleanliness the spirit of lust oh god i bind and break its power in the name of jesus christ i lose the power of god over their lives i declare the blood of jesus christ is going to cleanse their souls and their spirits in the mighty name of jesus christ you are a good god and you are an awesome king the bible continues to say that you are the one that establishes father god our feet on a rock i pray my god that you shall place them on a pedestal that father god they shall be given church church like uh, responsibilities to pray for the institution to pray for the company to pray for the church and for the, this responsibility should build them bible says in psalm chapter 40 and verses 3 he put a new song in my mouth praise to a god many will watch and be in awe and they will place their trust in the lord i'm praying oh god for this dear one in the name of jesus and all those, oh God, that have been in confusion, that you shall extract them, you shall pluck them out, oh God, and you shall give them a new song, oh God, because of deliverance that has come from the Lord, because of deliverance that has come from Mount Zion. I pray, my God, that every confusion shall be defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. But my God, you shall glorify yourself in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, let your hand of grace be upon them, oh God, let your hand of grace, oh God, arise in the name of Jesus. Oh, may you do good in the name of jesus christ he put a new song in my mouth praise to a god many will watch and be in awe and they will place their trust in the lord i pray my father that those that look at them shall say there is something about god for this man has trusted in god for this woman has trusted in god for this girl has trusted in god for this uh, for this uh, boy has trusted in the Lord and things have changed. I pray that many shall put their trust in God after seeing what you're doing for them. The Psalm 40 and verses 4. How blessed is a strong person who places his trust in the Lord and who has not acknowledged the proud nor resorted to lies. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm praying, O oh God, for this we are calling strong persons. Strong persons. They are strong because they have believed. They have trusted they have subscribed to God. They have trusted in Jehovah. They have trusted, oh God, in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in the God of, of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, my God, that they shall not have to compromise and go into lies and go into corruption. But for the God, stand for you and stand with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Psalm 40 and verses 5 says, Lord, my God, you have done great things, marvelous works, and your thoughts towards us. There is no one who compares to you. I'll try to recite your actions, even though there are too many to number. Father, you have done done miracles oh god master their situation we have just prayed for oh god and we are intervening oh god even issues of sicknesses oh god i want to pray my god for one of us that is listening to me that does not believe in healing i want to pray in the name of jesus christ the father when they shall ask a pastor they know when they shall ask a believer in christ that they know when they shall ask a friend a friend who believes in jesus someone that they know to pray for their loved ones 
I want to pray that there shall be miracles. And for that they shall bear this testimony in Psalm 14 verses 5. Lord Jehovah, my God, you have done great things. Marvelous works because you have healed my relative. You have healed my mom. You have healed my brother. You have healed my sister in the name of Jesus. And your thoughts towards us. There is no one who compares to you. I will try to recite your actions, even though there are too many to number. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for an experience, O God. Master, there is one frustrated concerning their sister. They helped the sister to go to school, but Father God, the sister has been, has, has gotten good grades and a degree, and she's good at what she does, yet she has not uh, gotten a job. We are praying together as a lifestyle of prayer provide a job right now for this dear sister that was sponsored oh God, by the relative I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall provide a job you shall provide a job in 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 few days oh God master in the next six days provide a job in the name of Jesus let there be a letter let there be an email let there be a call for one of us in the name of Jesus as they receive the father God the confirmation of the job in the name of Jesus not an interview but a confirmation even if they have not gone for an interview they shall be called to start the job not to go for an interview and Father God, it shall be extraordinary in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, for angelic referrals. I pray for angelic referrals. For it shall be said somebody recommended. But Father God, it in the name of Jesus Christ and so did David say that there is no one who compares to you I'll try to recite your actions even though they uh, there are too many to number father I want to thank you because the miracles that you are you're working ago for my friends are too many to number in the name of Jesus Christ I thank you father for your word in Psalm chapter 40 and verse 6, you take no delight in sacrifices and offerings. You have prepared my ears to listen. You require no burnt offerings or sacrifices for sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you because it is not in sacrifices that you delight. While it is good for us, you desire a broken and a contrite heart, a heart that follows hard after you. I pray, my God and my King, that you shall help my brethren in the name of Jesus to know that it is their hearts that you desire, not their manners, not their resources. Master, it is their hearts. And Father, while it is their hearts, then their time. And Father, they shall afford time every day to pray in the morning, to pray in the afternoon, to pray in the evening, to seek the face of our God and call upon your name in righteousness. You take no delight in sacrifices and offerings. You have prepared my ears to listen. You require no offerings, no burnt offerings or sacrifices for sin. Verse 7 of Psalm chapter 40 says, Then I said, Here I am. I have come. In the scroll of the book, it is written about me. About me. Father, I want to thank you in the name of Jesus Christ because these are the words of Jesus. Here I am. Jesus is saying, Here I am. I have come because it is written in the scroll of the book of how he shall die in the hands of Gentiles and Lord shall become salvation unto men. 
verses 8 of Psalm 40. I delight to do your will, my God. Your law is part of my inner being. Father, I want to pray that this shall be our profession. It shall be our confession. It shall be, oh God, our conviction that indeed we desire to do the will of God. And master that the Lord is part of our inner being. The Bible continues to say in Psalm 40 and verses 9, In the great congregation, I have proclaimed the righteousness, uh, the righteous good news. Behold, I did not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. And I will say it again in the great congregation, in the church of Christ, I have proclaimed the gospel. I have proclaimed the gospel, the righteous good news, the gospel that Jesus Christ is Lord. I have proclaimed that Jesus Christ is the Savior. I proclaim that Jesus Christ is the only Savior. There is no other. There is no other. I have proclaimed it, O God. Behold, I did not sin my lips. Lord, as you know, Father, I pray that this confession shall also be with my hearers, that they too shall become ambassadors of this kingdom of God. They shall become ambassadors, O God, even to represent God in <coughs> in their jurisdiction, in their towns, in their estates, in their body corporates, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the great congregation, in the multitude of men, I have proclaimed the righteous gospel, the righteous good news. Behold, I did not sin my lips, Lord, as you know, as the Bible says in Psalm 40, in verses 10, the Bible says, I have not ignored you, your, righteous, uh, your righteousness in my heart. Instead, I have proclaimed your faithfulness and deliverance. And I have not concealed your gracious love and faithfulness from the great congregation. Father, it is true that you have given us life while we breathe. It is because you have allowed it. Even some of us that are wicked, even some of us that are pursuing things that are against your purposes. I want to thank you, my God and my King, because you're doing your bidding in our times in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, my God and my King, that your faithfulness shall be known to men, that your deliverance shall be known to men. Master, we shall not concede or hide your gracious love and faith uh, and truthfulness to the great congregation we speak it to men in the name of jesus christ lord your righteousness is known in our heart because we have not attained it by what we do rather your righteousness is by believing that indeed christ is our god christ is our savior christ is our redeemer that Christ came to save men by his death, that by his blood we are sanctified. And for the God we have received life. The Bible says in Psalm 40 and verses 11, O Lord, do not withhold your mercy from me, for your gracious love and truthfulness will keep me safe continuously. Oh Lord, I want to thank you because you shall keep me safe continuously. You shall keep me safe continuously, O God. And therefore I shall not fall, even as my enemy may have desired. I thank you, my God. Lord, do not withhold your mercy from him. I pray, Father, for my listener that your masses shall begin to overwhelm them. In the name of Jesus, let them be surprised of you, of the masses of the Lord. The Bible elsewhere testifies that they are in need to us every morning. Your mercy, your mercy, your masses that knows no ending for you, uh, your gracious love and truthfulness will keep me safe continuously. Lord, let your truth keep me safe. Father God, from 
Uh, Father God, from fights of men, a master from a, a jealous and malice of men. In the name of Jesus Christ, Psalm 14, verses 12, innumerable evils have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me so that I cannot see. There are more in number than the hair on my head, and my courage has forsaken me. Father, in the name of Jesus, it is true, O God, that we lose confidence on a account of the sin that we perform of our iniquities and transgressions of our mistakes oh god we have done master atrocities we have killed oh god through abortions master because we have continuously aborted oh god master there is one of us that is listening to me and is dying with the guilt master when they aborted they just realized that father they uh, father god uh, Father God, the the the, um, the the children that they aborted were actually twins, twin boys. Father, in the name of Jesus, so is the guilt killing us and guilt killing my friends. I want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ, even for this one that aided the girlfriend to boat. And Master, you shall restore them while they confess you as Lord and Savior. You shall forgive them. But Master, I pray for deep conviction deep conviction, O God, that for that they shall have no sleep until they reconcile themselves with God, even to the kingdom of God by accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and for the God laying down their lives unto God for righteousness. I want to pray, my Father and my God, oh, hallelujah, Father, though there be innumerable evils that have surrounded us, our Father God, you shall save. There is one, O God, the Master inadvertently killed a man, killed a woman, and Father went out, O God, and has run away from home. I want to pray in the name of Jesus that, Father, you shall redeem them. Some of them, O God, could have been because of religious convictions, and therefore, they, the Father God, they were taken up by the emotions of the time and together with others they killed a man they killed a woman on account of believing jesus the christ i want to pray that i shall forgive them i bind the spirit of murder and i pray for that i shall forgive them because there is forgiveness even for murderers in the name of jesus christ they are more in number that than the hair on my head and my courage has forsaken me bible says in Psalm. 14 verses 13 be placed lord to deliver me lord hurry up and help me who is listening to me and do not require deliverance master deliverance from habits master they may be the most quiet people they might be, might have been talked about as the people as the quietest and the humblest yet oh god they are in pornography and deep into it i pray in the name of jesus that we shall deliver him deliver my friend deliver my sister deliver oh god this friend master some of them indulging oh god in every sexual expert escapades i pray in the name of jesus for deliverance deliverance oh god from this habitual sin some of them oh god indulgences of drugs oh god and some others indulgences of alcohol i pray for deliverance in the name of jesus christ psalm 40 and verses 14 says may those who seek to destroy my life be ashamed 
and confounded and confused. Let them be driven backwards and humiliated, particularly those who wish uh, me evil. Father, there are Christians in this this, uh, podcast listening to me on this radio station and Father, they have backslidden. They have backslidden. And Father, it's because of the influence and the impact of peers that are surrounding them. Lord, those that seek to destroy their life, may they be ashamed and confounded. May they be confused to Rogan, not to be able, not to be successful again. In the name of Jesus, let them be driven backwards and humiliated. Master, these are the ones that I've organized for parties. Master, to uh, Father God, to have the, the people of God backslide, I pray in the name of Jesus that I shall backfire. And Father, those, uh, those parties, and Father God, those escapades uh, shall backfire on them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall save your people in Jesus' name. Psalm 14 verses 15 say, let, let shame be the reward for those who say to me, aha, aha, those that are those that arise up against my life. The Bible says in Psalm 14 verse 16, let all who seek you shout for joy and be glad in you. May those who love your deliverance say the Lord be magnified continuously. Let such as love your salvation say continually say continuously that the Lord be magnified. I want to pray in the name of Jesus that there be there, O God, a few that are listening to me, O God, and they love your salvation you shall strengthen them you shall cause them to stand you shall go before them in the name of Jesus you shall show yourself faithful in their lives in the name of Jesus arise O God let all your enemies be scattered even the enemies of our soul let all who seek you shout for joy and be glad in you may those who love you as deliverance may those who love your salvation may those who love your kingdom say continually say continually the Lord be magnified. Oh, our God, be magnified. Be highly lifted up in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Psalm 40 and verses 17, But I'm poor and needy. May the Lord think about me. You are my help and my deliverer. My God, do not tarry too long. Father, in the name of Jesus, my predicament is as such. Poor God, require Father God in need of almost everything, emotional, spiritual, God, Father God, financial, relational. I pray, my Father, though I be poor and needy, think about me, think about my listener, think about him that is listening to me tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, as your servant, I want to pray that you shall become their help and their deliverer in the name of jesus christ there are some four men oh god listening to me right now and for the while they joke about what we are saying i bind the powers of darkness operating in their lives in the name of jesus i bind the spirit of drug uh, for the abuse in the name of jesus I declare my father that they shall no longer, they shall no longer be a people of bang or garden cannabis certificate in the name of Jesus Christ. Master alcoholism that has put them down. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I declare a supernatural happening in the next few minutes that shall scatter 
settle this arrangement in the name of Jesus Christ. Mercy. Even the women that surround them right now, I declare they are scattered in the name of Jesus. Let there be salvation individually, individually in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm praying for the God, even for these souls of men. Must visit them in the name of Jesus Christ, wherever they be in this dungeon. I pray for conviction. Remind them, O oh God, the words of their grandmas. Remind them, my father, the words of their moms. Remind them, O oh God, the words of that, that, that teacher that's to them, oh God, concerning Christ, I pray, my Father God, that they shall begin to pursue. And I pray that there shall be no peace until they reconcile themselves with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are a good God. And Master, you do extraordinary things. Father, in the name of Jesus, we prayed, oh God, even for people who have been sick and who have loved ones sick. We speak healing in the name of Jesus. We speak a breakthrough, oh God, concerning jobs in the name of Jesus. Visit your paper, my God, in the name of Jesus. We declare, oh God, a breakthrough concerning those that are in jail. Master, loved one in jails. I pray that in extraordinary way, they shall be acquitted and shall be consigned back to their families in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My God, visit your people in the name of Jesus. There is somebody, oh God, who has been desiring to quit drugs. I pray, my Father, that right now, as they close their eyes, as they listen to me, oh God, let it go. Let it go. That thirst, that crave for drugs, let it go. In the name of Jesus, not in the name of Buddha, not in the name of Muhammad, not in the name of Guru, not in the name of any other, but in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He that died on the cross and died for them. I declare the deliverance of their souls, deliverance of their spirits, I declare deliverance, oh God, of their lives. Master, whatever was their addiction, I pray, I pray, I pray, that let it die in the name of Jesus, that they may know there is a God and has a kingdom, and that kingdom is called the kingdom of God. The laws that operate there are not natural laws, but they are laws that cannot be defined even by a scientist or a doctor. I declare that they shall not have to depend on drugs. They shall not have withdrawal syndromes in the name of Jesus. But they shall have peace that surpasses human understanding. I give you thanks, O God, for every my listener. Whatever be their need and whatever be, what, whatever be uh, Father God, their requirement, come through for them in the name of Jesus Christ. We also want to pray, O God, for our lifestyle of prayer, this ministry. Master, may you endow us with grace. May you continue to speak to our lives, O God, to encourage us, to uplift us, O God, to cause us to be impactful. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, O God, for this platform. Bless them in the name of Jesus. I give you run and praise in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you very much, my listener, for taking time to be with me. Once again, if you'd like to talk to me, uh, please write me an email at alopinitiative at gmail.com. You can also uh, text me at plus 254-722-266-146. God bless you. Amen. It's good. All and all the time. Good. Do you believe it tonight? Yeah. <laughs> God is good.
all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. Yes, He is. All the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Yes, He is. God is good. All the time.